0: Ooh! Woo! Hey. Let's Welcome go. to a post-game victory, Blue Rush Podcast. It is a rowdy crowd here. It is rowdy here at the Pilsner House Beer Garden in Hoboken. Give it up for Pilsner House! Yeah. Everybody. Tip your bartenders. This episode of the Blue Rush Podcast is presented by Tri-State Cadillac Dealers. Be iconic. Visit your Cadillac showroom today. And guess what? If you want to check out the 2022 Cadillac CT5 V Black Wing, ooh, it's outside. We got a Cadillac user here. She was pumped about her Cadillac. Yeah, so it's outside. Go check it out. Beautiful black car. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice. Blue Rush Podcast. Wow. The New York Giants are 5-1. I'm Jake Brown, the podfather. Let me welcome in the host of the show. Give it up for Giants Super Bowl champion and the voice of New York Post Sports on YouTube, of course.
1: Brandon London, happy birthday. I want to shout out to my mom that's sitting right there. Hey, thank you, mom. 38? 38? 38, feeling great. The big 3-8, feeling great.
0: Brandon London. Our special guest on Blue Rush won two Super Bowls in his career with what? The Saints, the Patriots. He ended his career with the New York football Giants. Give it up for Jonathan Casillas. Thank you, sir. Good to to be here. You two were there today. Giants win again, 24-20.
2: How about the five and one Giants? (laughs) How about those Giants? Let me me tell you something. We had to leave to get here to miss traffic, right? I watched the game on my phone. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, honestly, I don't know how they pulled it off. I, I really don't. But with all that being said, the Giants are a finishing team. Oh, he said they are a authority. finishing team. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. They're finishing these games. Yeah. They finished in the last couple of weeks. They I mean, finishing games.
1: They, they believe in themselves, and that's what it is. It's a culture change. We talk about this all the time on the podcast. I mean, I was around 2007 when with the guy Tom Coughlin, the head coach. Guys had bought in towards the, the, you know, the straight hands.
2: But it, it took a while. It took It a while. wasn't it took right away. But Brian
1: Dable was like some instant ramen noodles. Brian Dable right came away, in bro. and changed the culture right away. Right away. away. They're right believing away. in them.
2: And you know what? You know, I was thinking about this today. I think the play that had everybody bought in was when they were playing Tennessee the first game. Okay. And they went for it. On the two. They went for two. They went for two instead of going for one. I think that moment was when Dayball basically sold himself not only to his team and the players, but to the organization. When he had brass balls, brass kahuna. Oh, yeah, that's kahuna's yeah, yeah, yeah. Day right Day there. Day grande kahunas, grande. Balls. But you can tell. Muy grande. This,
1: this guy, it, it, it is Latino Heritage <laughs> Month, shout out. He's throwing a little space. You, you know, I got a little dual lingo, you know, to help me out with understanding what you're saying. But to go back to that play, when he went and asked some of his players, you asked the Saquon's, you asked those guys, should we go for two? I was thinking in my head, like, bro, this is too early to do this in your tenure as New York Giants head coach. You know Giants Twitter has been hostile yep. if they didn't get that. But they rallied behind them. And like you said, that was a culture-changing moment. And now for them to be down 10, was it, 10 points, yep. be down again. Yep. Late in the game, too and still pull this thing off against one of the most dynamic quarterbacks in the NFL. It just goes to show they're five and one, and they're real. Make some noise to the people that are here because the New York Giants are finally back
0: and they're real what's interesting guys about this team is whenever you look at the box score the numbers almost never favor the Giants yet they win every game ever yeah isn't it bizarre like the Ravens had 211 yards on the ground the Giants had 83 and the Giants won this football game it's resiliency and it's coaching you're right like coaching makes all the difference in the world and this team is fully
2: bought in and for the people that left Because I left, but I had to leave for a reason. I had to be here, right? But there were people that left because I was leaving. I wasn't leaving by myself. There was a whole bunch of people that was leaving. Thousands of people that was leaving. And I know they didn't watch the game on their phone like I did. They didn't watch the game on their phone. So they have no idea what the Giants have done. And what the Giants are capable of, and that's my thing, they are capable of finishing and coming back and winning games yeah. which when you look at them for the first three quarters they don't really look like that team that's really built to come back late in games no, but they no, have done no, it no. and they've done it consistently and boy does it look good and boy does it feel good and, and here's the thing when you're saying about how you
1: left and people were leaving i was leaving you know i do the in game MCing. you know i'm up there D- shout out to dj camelo came in had camelo the, camelo. Had, camelo camelo had to, had the whole crowd going crazy but here's the thing, I'm calling the Uber, I'm with my mom, we are, we, we're leaving, and I'm just shocked to see all these Giants fans, I'm like, yo, we're only down two possessions. We're playing against a Ravens team who has given up multiple double-digit leads in and quarter, lost too. these games in the fourth quarters. You can't leave because this is a new era, and if you don't believe... You want to leave? Don't come back. Don't come, Don't back. come back. Don't come back, Jack. We'll, we'll flip those tickets on Ticketmaster. But now <laughs> I think this is the one that no matter what the score is, what's going on within the game, no one's leaving those seats no more. That's it. There's a new New York football Giants. It's new. They're back. And like right now at 5-1, and one, like my uh, fine lady said right there in the first in the first she's row, she's the Cadillac the energy, owner, by the, the way. Energy. So she is bringing
0: yeah. the Cadillac yeah, energy. Absolutely. Can we also shout out Wandale Robinson, who made his yeah. return, had yep. a big yep. touchdown yep. catch. Big touchdown. Yep. We had him yep. on this podcast back after he got drafted in May. Great kid, does a lot for the offense. He brings a different element to this team and the different plays you can draw up for him.
2: He was big for Daniel today. 100%. One of my keys of the game, I do the radio show pregame for Stop the Giants. Bragging. I'm just saying, just letting right. people know. Right. One of the, but one of the points that I made was who in the wide receiver room is going to step up for oh. us? Right? We got guys who got sent over here, you know, well, not sent over here. We grabbed them, yep, yep, yep. paid them a whole bunch of money. And I don't see him on a stat sheet ever. I don't even want to say his name, bro. You know what I mean? Like, he don't yeah. show up on a stat sheets ever. He barely plays for us. Y'all know who I'm talking about. And then you got Kadarius Tony, who, look, you watch him from college, you watch him in practice, he looks phenomenal. When he touches that ball, he looks like Lamar Jackson yeah. when he has the yeah. ball in his hand. Yeah. Yeah. But again, hasn't really played for us, and when he does, he's not really productive for us. Slayton, Slayton's been a guy, rookie year, yeah. tremendous rookie year. Upside was high, upside was incredible. And then it's like, Slayton, where have you been? Yeah, he did good last week. Wandale Robinson, first game back healthy, first game back active, and got on the board right away. Instant contributions, and we look forward to not only him, but more members from that room contributing in the games.
1: But let me let me talk as a, as a true politician like I am, B-London 2024, <laughs> we're not, there's no need to talk about who's not dressing. There's ne- no need to talk about who's not playing. You know, when it comes to this culture, and this team has bought into this culture, it's about the guys who are lining up and who are stepping on that field, on Sundays so let's talk about this guy Wandale Robinson who was having a heck of a spring having a heck of a training camp got injured and faced some adversity very early within his NFL career a lot of guys could take from that but what have we seen not only in the quest diagnostics training facility where the Giants practice he's been working his butt off they drafted him to be Shet 2.0 right so for him to go over to London make that trip Tried to tried. get out there, but he wasn't ready. And for him to step in and to make plays the way that he's doing, we've only seen the beginning. He hasn't even scratched the surface because, remember, he was taking carries out the backfield at Nebraska. So when you're talking about a Giants offense, pass catchers, where you're end in, Daniel Bellinger leads the team in receptions, another game, five catches, 38 yards. Wandale Robinson, three for 37. They haven't even really opened him up yet into what he can add to this offense. And that's what Mike Kafka's doing. That's what Brian Dable's doing. This is why the offense is having success because you're riding 2 6. You're letting him, you're letting 2 6 be 2 6. But when it comes to distributing the ball, you're saying, hey, I need you to make a play here. I need you to make a play there. But at some point, somebody's gonna have to be a big threat. 100%. Someone's gonna have to be eight a guys big Eight guys had a catch. Eight different receivers, eight different that's re- insane. Eight different receivers. So that means, but eight different receivers can't get paid in the offseason. You got guys who have been paid to make the play so where it doesn't have to be eight, it could be six, and we can up the targets to, to certain guys. But right now, you're five and one after benching guys, after guys getting hurt, so it's showing that it's working. Aaron, and this is an offensive coordinator that guys can't wait to play you're
0: five and one with receiver one out with receiver two out yep. with receiver three out yep. with your mother out your father out your <laughs> uncle out your sister out your, your, i mean your you're winning and you got jacksonville on the schedule next week you can only think of six and one then you got seattle I mean, I don't want to draw too far ahead, but then you're like, all right, let's go 7-1. Then you got the Texans. All right, let's go 8-1. Then you got Detroit. Okay, let's just go 9-1. And, and then you got Dallas. Okay, maybe they lose to Dallas, 9-2. No, but, but any game is winnable oh, now for the Giants. I'm just saying, I got to one it. loss. Don't even say but, but, that. I can't but, have one every week.
1: You can't, but we can't go. We can't. All we're thinking about right now, and I'll say it I'm like, I'm, it's like, a like I'm about to lose all. With this roster, Jaguars. So yeah, I'm that's thinking. it. Trevor Lawrence with the hair that's and all it. that. Trevor is empty. Uh, and we don't, we
2: don't want this to be a letdown game either. No. We, don't, we don't want no. this to be Tre- like, oh, yeah. we got this game in the bad because it's Jacksonville. But Jacksonville has a quarterback that's very special down there yeah, that is. can make a lot of plays. Well, just like Lamar Jackson, too. Just like Lamar Jackson. Yeah. But you always look every single week. You know, it's really hard to win in the NFL. Yes, it People is. always say it and it does kind of sound like it's getting old. But it's the truth. Because even if you do everything right, you make all the plays that you're supposed to make you still have a chance to lose just as much as you have a chance to win. How about the defense? Ooh. Can we give it up for Kayvon
0: Thibodeau? Oh, who yeah, a finally getting on the board. Big strip yeah. that sealed the, the deal. Yeah. Show love to the defense because they're the ones that carry this team yeah, today. Yeah.
1: I, mean, I mean, you talk about Kayvon Thibodeau, and this is why, you know, Giants Twitter, I love you guys. I love the retweets. You know, I love the banter sometimes. But sometimes y'all just – you're just too much, man. You're just like a like a like a like a nagging girlfriend or like a nagging uh well, we'll flip it. nagging boyfriend for some out there. You know, it's just one of those things where when's he gonna get his sack? He was drafted fifth. When's he gonna? It takes time in the NFL for some people to get gain their sea legs. And this is a legend moment. You talk about when you talk about New York like New York uh, greats, uh, Derek Jeter. With the walk-off RBI in his last at bat, Michael Strahan being able to win a Super Bowl in his very last game as a New York Giant. Now you're talking about Kayvon, number five, the number number five pick of the draft, having a strip sack as your first sack in the NFL in the biggest moment of that game. Yep. It's just going to show that boy, not only is he special when it comes to charisma, personality, but he's showing why he is the fifth pick of the draft, and he's showing why he's going to be special on the field and why
2: he's going to be a leader on this team in the future. And, he's, and he still has a bum knee. He still has Steel. a bum knee. Yeah. When you hurt yourself early in the season, you know, B, you, you don't right. really get right, right. until the offseason. So he's on one leg basically, and you saw the emotions after the game. The NFL posted them on their Instagram. He was emotional because it means that much to yes, him. Yes, yes, yes. And when you got guys like that on a team, yep. oh, it's infectious, right. man. And everybody so, feels like that. I, too. I thought he was crying because he got me a win on my birthday. <laughs> you know? I thought he was crying. Like he was,
1: but he was, but but listen, but you know. Here's one of those things, and, and uh, Teddy Bridgewater said at one time how football players got to stop trying to act all hard all the time. Right. And uh, it is a, it's, a, it's a physical game, but it's also a game of emotions. 100%. You've been through a lot in your NFL career. We feel the ups and downs, we feel the roller coaster ride, and it only gets magnified when you play in New York. Everybody's got it up. Everybody's blogged in their mom's basement like, this guy should do this X, Y, Z in that sense. So when he gets that moment, it wasn't, again, players can say it's for the fans. I love you fans. I love it. He did that for the guys in the locker room because they've had his back the entire time. Wink Martindale has had this defense playing well. I wanted to to see them a little bit more sturdy on the run game, stop that run game. I wanted to see them... Go after Mark Andrews a little bit because I mean, we knew that time. was the Can only we pass. Can stop him one Can we time? stop
2: Mark Andrews? One He's not even on my fantasy. And no offense to the Baltimore Ravens or any Baltimore Ravens fans in here, but offensively, who else did they have this who game? And else? we all knew because Bateman was out that they're going to have to feature Mark Andrews, yeah. and we yeah. didn't do a good job against him. And did, that's just putting it 7 for 106. Politely. 7 for 106. It it no one else had politely. more than 30. That Say was it. it
0: again. Say how much? Andrews had seven for one hundred and six and a touchdown. And then the other. And by the way, the Oliver, touchdown was
2: fugazi because it was delay a game and they didn't right, call. but he did hit himself. He got hit in the face with a with a touchdown pass. They hit him right in the face. Not too long before that, right? Yeah. yeah. But well, then George the other tight an the he end, he got caught, He got catches on us too. Oliver has some great catches on he us. Had that one Two hand. for twenty one, yeah. which yeah. shouldn't
1: have been a catch. If you're watching, the ball hit the ground. He trapped that, you know. And I'm not just saying that as. What you but know, you're Blue a Rush podcast how, guy? How I'm supposed to be saying that? Not you. It hit the ground. Like I'm a, also a fair person. Be London 2022. I have to like I'm campaigning to be you <laughs> well, you were 2024. Now you're pushing up your uh, election here. Oh shoot, yeah, my bad. <laughs> but this is the primaries. It's the primaries. But right now, if we were to do the primaries right now, this Giants just Giants team at five and one looks for real. Let's say it again. It's say it again. It's hard
0: to fathom. Like like I said, without the top three guys, it's hard to fathom. And Saquon True. turned on the Jets late in this yeah, game, made some big runs. They didn't even need Daniel to run. He was six carries, six yards. Brita three rushes, negative six yards. Mm. So this was the defense, and those two turnovers at the end, Let's give it up for Julian Love. Yeah. I mean, that is a big play by oh, yeah. Julian Love. That's Jay what turned Love. the tide here and, and made this a game. What's Love got to do with it? It's got a whole ah, lot to do with he it. It's got a lot to do with and it. And then like that. the guy who picked up the fun, fumble who's back from an injury who just the staple of the defense, yep. Leonard Williams. I mean, what he does against the run, not today, but let usually me, against the run, let and let that turnover. Let me shift
2: your attention over to number 97, Dexter Lawrence. Sexy Dexter Has been playing... Some great football, bro. Like I, 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 I'm mad back because I had to leave earlier because you can't really see the D-line play on your phone. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I watch the D-line all the time. Like that's because I play linebacker, so I'm watching the D-line And even when he doesn't show up on the stat sheet, the guy is making plays. Yeah. The guy is beating yeah, he is. tackles. He's beating guards. He's beating centers. The guy is doing his thing, and he has a sexy. Dance? Wait, wait, nah, wait for I, it. it. Wait, wait. Is it the pause is coming though, right? Is, is it the pause? I'm just is coming. trying to say, is it uh, a sexy dance? It's, it's, a, sexy. it's a big man, bro. It's I, a
1: big man. I remember last year. Remember last year, I did a uh, when I was with the Giants in house. We did a uh, shoot with him for Ty, and we were in the cold tubs. We were in two separate cold tubs. Hey, okay, y'all were dressed or what? You had was clothes on? Tubs, I had tights Lord. on. You know what I'm saying? I would show some Saquon Barkley-type thigh. I was showing a little thigh. Right. But no one wanted to show it. Your no mother's one. here. Be careful. Yeah. Uh, hey, mama. Hold on, hold on one second. I'm sorry. No one wanted to retweet. No one wanted to really show love to him because it was right after he jumped off sides on the field goal against the team from Washington, Mm -hmm. and everyone was like, instead of being in the cold tub, instead of doing this, you need to learn how to not jump off sides and all this. This has been a team of redemption. It has been everybody within, everyone's knocking Dave Gettleman, Obviously, I don't believe in some of the money he threw out there in that sense because that boy was making it rain with but, some of these. Kenny Alladay. But put he put got Saquon though. So in so he got but he got But what's Daniel Jones looking like now? Right. Yep. What's uh, Julian Love looking like right now? What's Tay Crowder looking like right now? So he, it looks like he, Dexter Lawrence. It's looked like he did draft and bring in some of the proper pieces. It's just... You can get the great groceries, you can go to Whole Foods, you can go to Trader Joe's, you can go stop and shop the official supermarket of the New York Giants. You can get the best groceries in the world. But if you ain't got Salt Bay in there cooking it up, it's going to taste like, it's going to taste terrible. Yep,
2: it's going it's to it's taste gonna like crap.
1: Now they got Chef Dayball in the there kitchen. Chef Wink in the kitchen.
2: And they flambeing it up like they that Fresh Prince uh, episode. They cooking it Cooking up. them things. They're doing a good job. I love every game, you see a, def- a different wrinkle from either the offense and or the defense, right? Today, I saw the defense do this. They were shifting right before the offense was about to snap the ball three false start penalties false at least that's what i saw like yes. i said i missed the kind of some of the game when i had left three false start penalties and that is directly from the coaches the players ain't doing stuff like that that's directly from the coaches but real quick a quick segue you get your mama shout out my dad is here in the back right hey. there what's up pop? pop? Hey. What's up, pop? everybody say what's up to my pop flash over there he what's going the on over there He's looking fly so pop there's a cowboy fan in here i don't know if you saw him <laughs> Watch the, the Cadillac we got out there, if he wants. I told you. <laughs> hey, I told you.
1: Hey, hey, Ma, stop looking at his dad like that. Stop <laughs> looking at his dad like that. There, there, might, there might be a fight that breaks oh, out. There is, there a, there is a, some uh, controversy uh, going on
2: here. There's controversy one. going let's, on in let's here. Let's talk
0: about defense. You're a defensive uh, uh, player, Wink Martindale. <laughs> revenge game. It's Wink's revenge game against his, you know, old team. What difference has he made, and, you know, you notice as a defensive coordinator, what difference has he made to this defense?
2: Well, first of all, he's getting back to making the Giants' defense look like what Giants' defense is supposed to look like, right? What what does a Giants' defense look like, right? What does a Giants' defense look like? The front Four, right, yeah. or five, or however many guys you got rotating in that front line, the defensive line, they're the ones that win games for the New York Giants yeah. over history. That's the ones that win it. And what happened at the end of the game? Who caused that fumble and who recovered the fumble? The D line D-line. The D linemen. A whole bunch of opportunistic players on the back end that's going to be able to pick off balls because those D linemen are disrupting plays all the time, whether they're getting to the quarterback, whether they're stopping the run or whether they're batting balls down. And that's the NASA type of defense that Wink Martindale has brought here. Yeah. He's having these guys play yeah. at a very high level. And they got the, the young the young uh, Thibodeau and also Aziz Arjelar when he comes back when and he he's healthy. Back. Man, the Giants D-line is going to be a problem. And you got to. Go ahead. Talk to it. Talk listen, with your heart. Dexter talk Lawrence, heart. bruh. Like, we love Leo. We love Leo. Leo's been in the league for a minute. He's been dominant in the league for a he long has. time, like a decade or so, right? Yeah, he has. has he been in for 10 yeah, years? Was, About 10 years, right? Pro Bowl in With the Jets yep. and the Giants, all in MetLife, right? Yep. We know yep. him. Yep. But Dexter Lawrence, bro, if y'all haven't watched him, people listening to this, take some film on Dexter Lawrence and watch him. He is a beast. He's a beast.
0: 2015, so seven years, still seven close years. enough. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And they're getting from top to bottom. I mean, you're getting, of course, from Xavier McKinney, but you're getting guys like Jihad Ward making contributions. Zimenez, Dane Belton had six tackles today and a pass defended.
1: Fabian Moreau, like you're Should getting from guys you didn't hear of before Should the season. And, and and when it comes to a Fabian Moreau, when it comes to a uh, a David Seals and those guys, I look at those guys as, you know, what what were we? The bottom of the barrel, guys. Yep. The undrafted bottom of the barrel, guys. That would have been a huge moment for Fabian if he would have caught that pick in that end zone and you know not allowed the, the the Ravens offense to get three out of that. And that's not me jumping on him. It's the same way that I was kind of disappointed with Sills a couple of games ago when he slipped on the route against oh, Trayvon Diggs. Yep, yep. Because I look at it, you play with Victor Cruz. You know how that you know how your story could be rewritten with one play in New York, Yep, you know? And that's what the New York football giants have. A lot of guys who are in the process of either writing or rewriting their stories, but you've got the right authors, With you've got the right coaching staff surrounded around them, JC, and they're not backing down, they're not scared, there's never a moment that's too big for this offense or this defense, and you still got some love, and you still got some plays made on special teams today. So New York Giants, and I'm not not just fanboying or anything like that right now. We watched it. We synced it with our own two eyes today. New York Giants at 5-1. and one. Maybe not be the sexiest team in the game, but they are the most resilient team Ooh, in the
2: NFL. And that's I like that more word. dangerous. I like that word, bro. Yeah. I like that word a lot.
0: They're tied for the second-best record in the NFL right now. It's pretty incredible. And next week, like we said, they'll play the Jaguars. We'll have another live Blue Rush podcast right here next week. What do we got? Big homie Jay Alford coming up next Big week? Big homie Jay
2: hey, Alford. You talking talk to D- Jay
1: uh, No, I talked to Jay Alford today. Working with the, he's, he's with the official. He's like doing
2: a, the equipment checks. Equipment I said, bro, checks. you ain't snitching on people. Dang, all. Yeah, yeah. You, you ain't snitching on nobody, are you? You're going to warn them about their socks before you find them, right? Yeah. You're
1: taking money out You're of the You're a players table. guy, right? Yeah, you with the players. Yeah, it's going to be great to have Jay here because your perspective as a linebacker, former Giant, the culture, you know, I always look at you guys, my brothers, you know, like I was a practice squad guy here. Yeah. You know, I was in, yep. that, I was in that receiver room with Plax, Imani, and all those guys. I felt the culture. Yeah. Like I saw Plax today, big long-ass arms grab me like, hey, <laughs> big, little bro. But we know the culture here. We know what it's like. So when fans, that's why I have that problem on Twitter sometimes where it's like, do I jump in and try and clap back for somebody? No, because it's like, I've heard, I know the standard. In Pittsburgh, with the Steelers, in the team room, it says, the standard is the The standard. It's the same thing within this organization. Giants fans, whether old or new, and the new cats are starting to feel it a little bit now as well. The standard is the standard. So having you here today to talk, having Jay next week is going to give these people what they need to hear because the New York football Giants are back, and you heard it.
2: But with with that being said, the standard is a standard. I think the standard here in New York has been either forgotten or lost. It's been a long time since the Giants have actually lived up to the standard. I played here in 2015, 16, and 17, right? Two of those years, we weren't that good. The one year in 2016 when we had a solid year, we looked exactly like the New York Giants look, how you think they would look. The defensive line ran the team. We had a whole bunch of opportunity DBs making plays. We had a big time receiver on the outside. We had another guy in Victor Cruz Victor Cruz wasn't the guy I'm talking about. I'm talking about OBJ. Victor Cruz was also there, though, to help as well. And then we had good old number 10, good old Eli Manning. And we had a good stable of running backs, right? This team is trying to look like that type of team. I'm not talking about the team. The team that wins here. In New Jersey. Yeah. The team that wins here in New York looks like the team I'm talking about. We need somebody out that receiver room because we always have a receiver. The Giants always have a top dog receiver. And as of right now, I don't know who that is. But the thing, the difference between that
1: team, you guys also had a boat trip.
2: Oh, don't do that.
1: They also had a boat trip. Don't do that. And you talk about don't but, do but, that. Listen, but you talked about the culture. That's outside of the culture. I do not see this team – Okay. I see where you're going with this. Here, Boat tripping. I'm okay. not gonna yes. lie. I was gonna ask about the whether boat. it's a paddle boat, <laughs> a row boat, or one of the yoga boats people do boat stuff on. There ain't. You're not gonna see this with this team because they're not. As, they can't be flashy. First of all, like ain't that. nobody
2: popping enough to be on a boat. Okay, maybe Saquon. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. All right, saying, but ain't nobody though. popping enough to That's be on a boat. That's what I'm saying. But though. real quick, okay. let's segue back to the boat, okay? Because I have. Were you on the boat? Some PTSD because of this boat. Okay. All right. Now I'm gonna give a story. I've told this to people, but I've never told Thank it, it. To, like, to the public, to nah. like, the media, like, Ma, to, out, to the outside world. Ma, right? This is a story about the boat trip. Bro. This is hey. a story about boat the boat story, trip, boat right? Story. So if anybody knows who I am, I was the captain of the 2016 and 17 team, right? On my uh, um, return on the a, on a travel trips, Victor Cruz was my seatmate. So we would sit together. So on our way back from Washington, which was the week 17 game we played that year, we're taking a train back from Washington. Victor Cruz says, yeah, me and the guys going to Vegas. What? Oh, What? what, are you, what are you? What are you talking about, Mr. Cruz? What are you talking about going to Vegas? We had two days off because we just won and we had a, our best season since like 2011 or something like that. So they gave us two days off. They were gonna go to Vegas and come back. I said, bro, please have 13 here for practice on Tuesday. Please, bro, please have them here. He's like, bro, I got you, bro. So when the picture came out of them on the boats with jeans and Timberlands on in Miami, right? I swear, listen, I swear this is exactly what I said. This is exactly what I said. Dallas fan, listen to this. This is what I said. Well, at least they didn't go to Vegas. That's exactly what I said. Because you know that trip to Vegas is five hours. Five, yeah. yeah. The trip to Miami is two, three hours. Like, you can boom, 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 you can get in and out in one day. But you get in and out in one day. So that was my thought process. And look, they all came to practice, didn't miss practice, everybody was there, and I I thought everything was fine. I thought everything was fine. I thought, I thought. When did the picture come out? Was it right after it happened? It was like right after it happened. But okay. so this is what we're doing all week. So I'm getting asked in the media the questions about the boat trip, and I'm like, they're here at practice. What, what do you want me to do? Like, they're here. Like, what are you talking I'm about, here. right? Now, I thought it was fine. They all had great weeks of practice, right? And in this one, I knew that we were in trouble. So we're in Green Bay. In January, it's eight degrees. And I'm looking at the, the, the forecast in Green Bay and it says seven, two, three, four. These are high temperatures, yes. single digits. Very and in New Jersey, 30, 28, like this is normal weather for us here, right? You know what I did to get prepared for Green Bay? What you do? I went up to my roof outside in the cold, and would hang out on my roof with a t-shirt on just so I can prepare myself to be in some type of cold environment, right? That's what I did because I'm a little crazy, right? I, I do that. He a lie So this is when I knew that we were in trouble. I go out for Green Bay, we're we're in Green Bay, first round of playoffs, we're in Green Bay, I'm so excited to be here, like I'm so excited. We're gonna win, I'm gonna win my third Super Bowl. This is, I think, we're gonna, gonna, I'm gonna win my third Super Bowl here in New York, my first one, I'ma be a legend here. This is all my my thoughts, this is my thoughts. Ain't got paid for nothing. Right, yeah, next to my dad flash, right? So then, I go out, I go out for warm ups, right? I always warm up, B, I went out, I walked outside and said, oh, hell no. Nah. I went back inside. It was too cold. I went back inside. It was too cold, right? So then I go on my phone, and I'm looking at my phone, and I see on Instagram Odell and the receivers running routes with their shirts off. And I was like, oh, this ain't good. I showed my other linebacker. I said, bro, look at this. He started shaking his head. I said, bro, this is bad. What are they doing? Getting acclimated. What are they doing? Getting are,
1: acclimated. Getting acclimated. Doing? Getting acclimated.
2: This, is, this is what I think happened, right? All week, they practiced well. And all week Odell was like, "Bro, I'm here at practice. I'm working hard," which he does. Y'all know he Odell. Work Odell works well. hard, yeah, he does. right? Yeah, he does. But I think he was internalizing the whole thing, and I thought he had to prove himself, ah. right? This is young Odell. Yeah. Odell's not this young yeah. kid. He was a young kid back then. He was young Odell, still making kind of like mistakes and you know, kind of rash and stuff. Good kid though. Great kid actually, Great kid. right? Great kid. And I think he felt like he had to do something. He had to show people. He had to show people that I was ready. And he had the worst first half that I've ever seen him play to this day. He dropped three balls, two was touchdowns. touchdowns. And remember, everybody always talked about you get Eli to the playoffs and and you see what he can do. And he did that. And he was throwing that ball early in the half. And then the Hail Mary happened. Oh, and yeah. then this is where yeah. I end this conversation.
1: Yeah. And we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not saying no. that to, like, no. we're, not, we're not going there to, like, rehash or bring anybody bring anybody lot, down dude. because I really, like, That's people were asking, will Odell come back to the Giants? For the longest time, people are like, no, why would he come back to the Giants? With this team right here, I think Odell will come back. Landon Collins is back. Matter of fact, you go suit up too. You come on <laughs> back. I think Odell will come back to this he, team. He's got
0: his driver, our guy Danny Boy. Hustle hard. You know, he's <laughs> you he's know? here. He's local. He's, he's ready bro. to
2: pick him up wherever he needs him. Yes. So, did you get invited to the boat or no, bro? I play linebacker, bro. It was all receivers out okay, there, bro. So, yeah. What's Trey songs on the boat? Too? Yes, yeah, yeah. just well, Justin well, Bieber. Bieber was bro. That's yeah. like the 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 one eighty and under Bieber. club. Yeah. You know what I like, mean? I don't think Beal could go there. He's too Bieber big for that. There, you right?
1: know what I mean? And I, 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 I would have been on that boat. <laughs> yeah, I, I, let's be honest. Definitely I would have been, 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 there. been
2: <laughs> right there with jeans I, and Tim's on.
1: Clark's Wallabies. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
2: this is the Blue
0: Rush Podcast. Give it up for Jonathan Casillas. Oh, Brandon London. I'm Jake Brown. I want to ask you one more thing, Jonathan, before we kind of close up shop here. You had three coaches in your three years with the Giants, essentially, right? You had Coughlin's final year. Yep. You had... Ben McApoo, and then oh. you had Steve Spagnola. What the hell was going on in that locker room with the coaching change? Because now we see what a coaching ch- change does for the positive, but you saw it kind of on the negative side.
2: Yeah, well, look, everybody always talks so negatively about Ben McAdoo, but I can't, I can't say anything negative about him. You know why? I'm, I'm going to be honest. Really? There has been no coaches that have ever checked on me, ever. Ever. Okay. Ever. Okay. Besides Ben McAdoo. Okay. I had got surgery I think on my fingers and I think my daughter was sick. There's two separate times. Ben McAdoo reached out to me and said, hey man, how you doing? How's everything going after surgery? And then something happened to my daughter. I don't know what happened. Maybe she went to the hospital or something. He reached out and said, hey man, how's your daughter doing? I heard what happened. How you doing? Your mom's good? Everybody good? Okay." I don't care how great of a coach he was. I don't care. Yeah. He's a great man, yeah. and for, for I will forever remember him for doing okay. that because okay. there's – look, I play for great head coaches. Okay. Sean Payton, Coughlin, uh, Bill Belichick, right? I'm sorry. Ain't none of them check on me. I'm not, I'm not saying I want that. I'm not saying I need that. But, man, it doesn't feel good when you have a head coach checking up on you. It does feel good. So, look, people talk bad about Ben McAdoo. He might have been the worst coach ever. He might have been. But he is a great man. So, please put some respect on that man. Nate. Hey, but what about All from right. Coughlin All to him? All right. What about Coughlin's spot? All fly? right. All right. yo, Andy yo, Coughlin. You keep poking. So, so one, one more thing. One more this thing. Is interesting. No, no, no. My, my honest diagnosis or opinion or whatever of McAdoo, he didn't put his foot down when he was supposed to. That, will, I think, will really blew up in our face, because you got to remember, 15, we struggled under Coughlin. We bring in Ben McAdoo. We're kind of rolling in 16. Rolling. We got a young rookie named Eli Apple. Eli Apple, who people have their mixed feelings about, right? They have their mixed feelings about. I'm not going to say anything negative about him. No, please but do. Floor is yours. But listen, look, I don't look I don't like talking about people when they're not around and they can't defend themselves, right? Yeah. yeah but the, yeah. The, he he did some stuff that was very detrimental to the team. Conduct that's detrimental. right? Conduct and he detrimental. got suspended way too late. He should have been suspended earlier in the season because he was doing things in practice over and over again and in games that's like, "Bro, what are you doing?" Like he stopped running on plays in the game. He was playing um the, the jammer on punt returned and he let the gunner go and the gunner blew up our returner. Dwayne Harris. He blew yep. up our returner and Eli was walking on the field. On some real, I've never seen that. And bro, you could get somebody hurt like that, bro. So like, I'm talking like this because this is serious to me when it comes to football, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like Everybody, I play football, I put my life on the line for football. And if you ain't about to go practice hard, you need to be off this team. I had this conversation with Eli Apple. I had this conversation with him. But Ben McAdoo needed to have that conversation with him, not me. And I think that was the issue with Ben McAdoo. Some things that happened early in the season in 2016, he kind of let slide. And then the next year when we hit the, hit, the, hit the fan and stuff hit the fan, it was too late to start disciplining people. It was way too late. You should have did it in 2016.
1: So since, since we got you juiced up right juiced up. now, we're we going blast from the past. Our um, guy that's back, Landon Collins, he was a guy that was kind of blackballed and sent uh, out of here. He had a problem well, there was a, a, a problem with he and Eli Apple. Whose side would you take on that, now that you can speak on it?
2: Look, I just saw a land the other day. He's gonna be my neighbor. Saw him outside my house. Yep. Welcome to the block, Landon Collins. Right land of college. Of your
1: house. hey. Um, Renting or buying? Just because what
2: is I, like, I don't know exactly, specifically that incident. I know, I remember you talking about. You know what I don't on. know how it transpired. But I'm pretty sure it was something that Eli Apple did or didn't do okay. that Landon was probably on him about. Because Landon, no matter what anybody thinks of him, Landon is a tremendous football player. Tremendous football player. One of the better tackling safeties that the Giants have ever seen. Yeah. And the league has seen. He's a, he's a tremendous player. in oh, Eli Apple. He also was a good player. Physically, he's a good player. But the guy, look, when he was playing for the Giants, and I hope he's improved now because I only want the best for anybody that I ever came across in, in the league. And I only want the best for him. I hope he's matured, and I hope he's improved. But when he was f- playing for the Giants, and no offense to his mom, but his mom was always around, he was a little brat, bro. Mm. He was a brat. And he was a young kid trying to play in a grown man's league, and he didn't know what he was doing. That was the truth. And I hope he figured it out now. But from Twitter and all the things that he's doing, I don't know if he has. Talk to him. This is the just, page
1: six he, p- form he, of the podcast. He, he said, He said, just like the sausages here at the beer garden, he was a brat. Yeah. <laughs> you
0: know, that joke right there. Oh,
2: how many loggers oh, have you had today? Yeah, Shout out to you the could young say
0: Brat, the worst brat. The, the worst brat. I ate one an hour ago. Put yeah. that ish on, Jake. <laughs> oh, oh, man, we yeah, let's get a couple of Let's Go Giants let's chants go, here. Out. Let's go Giants!
2: Let's go Giants!
0: I'd like to thank Pilsner House Beer Garden for having us. Shout out to Cadillac. Shout out go outside, Daddy. check out the 2022 Cadillac CT5V Blackwing. It's right out there. Tip your bartenders here. We'll be right back here next Sunday, same time, same place. Following the six and one Giants when they beat the Jaguars next Sunday, like when Trevor Lawrence's pretty ass is on his ass, uh, <laughs> the Giants will go six Let's and one. Go. Thanks to Jonathan Casillas, give yep. it up. Thank you, bro. Appreciate it. Jay Casillas, fifty-two on Twitter. Give it up for Brandon London. <laughs> happy, happy, happy birthday, birthday to. to- Jake I love Brown, you, Mama. subscribe to Blue Rush, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get podcasts. Thanks for shouting and coming out from New York Post Sports. Yeah. We'll see you next week. Let's go.
1: Yeah. Blue Rush signing out.